come today, God. Strengthen this body, God, to give this word. Absolute clarity. Lord, help the people hear you and not me. Lord, I thank you in advance, God, for the manifestation of signs, wonders, and miracles. Lord, I thank you for your promises. <laughs> promises that are yes and amen. Lord, I thank you, God, that you are not fickle like we are. That you are not a man that you should lie. Neither the son of man that you should repent. And if you said it, you would make it good. Now, God, allow us not to just hear this word but to be doers of the word. In Jesus' name and for your glory. Amen. Come on, clap those hands. Come on, honor the Lord. Greet somebody next to you. Come on, tell somebody you're glad to see them. Come on, just greet somebody. Say, hey, I'm glad to see you. grateful for Jesus in here? Oh, come on. Anybody grateful for the Lord in the room? Anybody grateful? Come on, come on. Anybody grateful? Come on, show your gratitude. Grateful you are. Show your gratitude. Show your gratitude. Lord, we're grateful. Come on, open up your mouth. Lord, we're grateful. Oh, yes. He didn't have to do anything. Lord, we're grateful. Grateful, grateful, grateful. Grateful, grateful, grateful. See, some of y'all looking for something to be grateful for. I'm just grateful, grateful, grateful. Didn't have to do it, but he did. Didn't have to do it, but he did. Yeah. Whew. Didn't have to do it, but he did. Oh, 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 oh. Hallelujah! Didn't have to do it, but he did. Hold those Bibles up. Oh, didn't have to do it, but he did.
Bible's in the air. Repeat after me. The only way that I can keep my way pure is to guard it according to this word. This word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Today, I will receive the word implanted which is able, hallelujah, to save my soul. Come on, give me my hand as you take your seats. Didn't have to do it, but he did. Oh, didn't have to do it, but he did. I promise y'all, y'all gonna be in the middle of the week and something gonna hit you. Didn't have to do it, but he did. <laughs> oh, 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 didn't have to do it, but he did. Whew. I can get stuck there all day. We got two more weeks in this series on patterns. This week and next week. Two more, that's all right, worship him. Two more weeks on patterns. Oh. This week and next week, and then we will, we're going to move on to God's call on our life because some of us just not operating the way we should. Somebody just say, Lord, get me together. Get those notebooks out. <laughs> I learned not to rush atmospheres. because I'll get stuck. I'll get stuck testifying. I really will. Two more weeks. 
Is that anybody's testimony? We've been talking about resilience. 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 Lord, I got to keep going. I got to keep going. Now listen, resilience is not the absence of feelings. Resilience is not the absence of feeling. But resilience is, watch this, operating in the presence of faith. Okay. I'm going to say it again. Resilience is not the absence of feeling. But resilience is operating in the presence of faith. In other words, God, it ain't that I don't feel how hard it is. It's just that I refuse to allow the hard thing to govern my patterns. <laughs> resilience is not the absence of feeling. I'm not trying to turn y'all into robots. I need y'all to cry. Why are you praying? Huh? That's all right. I'm not, no, 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 y'all missed it. Everybody walking around talking about, I don't feel nothing. No, I'm just unmovable in these feelings. Don't, don't miss what I'm trying to teach in here. I'm just unmovable in these feelings. I, you know, I walk by faith, not by sight. I read the word, the just shall live by faith. So it ain't that I don't feel it. It's not that I can't turn on the TV and say that's messed up. But after I turn the TV off, my patterns do not change. My patterns do not change. God allowed me to write a book some years ago. And he's been dealing with me because, never mind, that's for me. He allowed me to write a book some time ago, and there's a line in the book that I wrote. And it says this, quote mine, you can have a moment for a minute, but only allow the moment to last a minute. <laughs> Attribution me. You can have a moment for a minute, but only allow your moment to last a minute. Here's, here's what I need y'all to tell yourself the next time you about to get in your feelings. Just tell yourself, gone in 60 seconds. Come and just hold your watch. I, I got 60 seconds to feel like this. Only 60. I, I only got 60 seconds. To, so you better go on and get it out. I can have a moment for a minute. Some of us, you allowing your moments to last longer than the minute. Hmm? Because if I let my moment, Elder Leela, last longer than a minute, I'll mess around and disobey the scripture, which says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Resilience. Somebody say, I am resilience. I am resilient. All right, let's take some notes. I'll get stuck. All right. All right. Let's work. Let's work. Let's, let's. I used to say I wasn't going to get through it, but I really don't care at this point. I'm going to get Deacon Sanders. I'm going to get as far as I can. Okay, because I'll be in 1 Corinthians in a minute. Don't put it on the screen yet because we ain't ready for it. All right, now y'all ready? Listen to this. Listen to this. It's important that we recognize something as I deal with resilience in our patterns. 
Help me, God. The presence of a devoted pattern does not indicate the presence of a godly pattern. Okay. Y'all need it again? The presence of a devoted pattern does not indicate the presence of a godly pattern. That's all right. Y'all are still worshiping. I'll say it one more time. The presence of a devoted pattern does not indicate the presence of a godly pattern. Bishop, I, I, I don't understand. That's fine. Some of us have patterns that we have labeled as godly, but ain't no God in them. Just because you have a pattern that you're devoted to doesn't mean that God has anything to do with that devotion. Hmm. Some of y'all got, you know, some real devoted patterns. Hmm. Come on, I'm, I'm, I gotta, I'm going to quote Elder Orlando again in a minute. He preached real good last week. Real good. He preached real good. He rebuked with a chuckle, and I loved every minute of it. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I was listening to the stream yelling at it. Preach. I mean preach. I mean. Because here's the thing that we're trying to build here at Marketplace. Whoever has the microphone should carry the same anointing. Okay. Let's go, let's go ahead and fix that, Elder Deborah, while I'm out here. Because, see, I remember that old school church. Is pastor there? Oh, Lord, have mercy. Right? <laughs> you, know, you know I'm right. Pastor ain't there today. Lord, let me leave. See, no, 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 no. Because when an anointing rests in a place, when an anointing rests in a place, whoever has the microphone should carry the, the thing that rests there. Should. Should. As a matter of fact, Jesus rebuked the people who couldn't do what he could do. Oh, okay, we don't like that part of Scripture. I brought him to your disciples, and they couldn't do nothing. He was like, what's wrong with y'all? Why can't y'all do what I can do? There's an expectation. There's an expectation that you should be able to do. Matter of fact, if the expectation is that as he is, so are we, then what makes us think that every word is not going to carry the same anointing? Styles change. Anointing should rest. All right, so the presence. God, some of them, we got patterns. You do. Some of you got wonderful patterns of poor stewardship. Wonderful. You are a committed, terrible steward. You are loyal in your bad attitude. Hmm? Loyal. Okay, watch this. Show of hands. Somebody pray me. Pray for me today. Show of hands. How many of y'all have ever known somebody that had the ability to hold a grudge for a long time? Okay, that's devotion. It's just devotion to sin. So please do not misrepresent devotion as godliness. Let's go further. Spirituality and spiritual practice are not necessarily godly. Okay. I said spirituality and spiritual practice are not necessarily godly. I know, because some people, you know, um, Elder Deborah Howard, it, it got real comfortable where people were talking about, I'm not, I'm not religious, I'm spiritual. I'm, God wants us to be spiritual. Well, what kind of spiritual are you? The devil is a spirit. 
One can have a spiritual practice that is birthed from and targeted to an ungodly spirit. Are y'all here? I said one can have a spiritual practice that is birthed from and targeted to an ungodly spirit. Watch all these mantras y'all saying. Watch all these horoscopes you reading. Be careful of all this stuff you burning. All these stones you rubbing on. Huh? Because watch this, some of y'all ain't read enough to know the origin. And not discerning enough to know the target. Hmm? Hmm? I can go home right now. Get, you know, if it, was, if it was hot and it was a barbecue day, I can go home right now and I can get me uh, one of them bundles of sage from the health food store and you can throw it in the fire pit and it'll help keep the mosquitoes away. That ain't spiritual. I'm not cleaning the air of any foreign spirits. The mosquitoes don't like the smell of the sage. So they stare away. They stand away from it. They like sage. Nah, I'm cool. I'm good on that. And you done, huh? Somebody done told you, see, the air is clean. Well, okay. Do you not know if you take a match and a stinky smell and light it, the smell of the sulfur? Well, get rid. That ain't spiritual. That's science. A science. Some of you, you got all these practices, huh? You do more downward-facing dog than you do prayer. Y'all know I'm right. Okay. One can have a spiritual practice that is not birthed from or targeted to a godly spirit. Because God is not the only spirit. Excuse me? No, no, no. This is why the scripture is very specific when it deals with God. And the spirit of the Lord. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Which means other spirits can be present and there be no liberty there. Stop thinking just because you feel a spirit that is God. Hmm? Try the spirit. I hear you. You better, you better, you better do a test. God, that's you. That's you, God. Because I done mess around, read my word, and I know the devil like to impersonate. Lord, that's you. Because he goes to and fro as a roaring lion. I know you the real lion. So before I go to shooting, is it you? See, y'all, y'all. See, some of y'all ain't been walking with God long enough to already know. So you need to go ahead and load and come out like, God. Excuse me. Um. I hear something and I ain't really sure. So before I empty this clip, is it you? Yeah, it's me. Prove it. Y'all. What's your word say? See, y'all missed it. Because the devil never quotes the word correctly. 
the devil always misappropriates scripture. There's never a time where the, where the devil will watch this, where he will quote the word correctly or interpret it correctly. So the litmus test to God's voice is if it matches perfectly to his scripture. That's why, watch this, this is why the world has no problem pushing spirituality. Because spirituality is all about your feelings. And, no, chapter and verse. Chapter and verse that for me. All this you doing, verse. Chapter. Where that's at? Because some of that stuff you saying you feel, you can't find. Some of the stuff you feel, you can't find. And if I feel it but can't find it, it probably is coming from a spirit that is not written. Did you hear me, Shan? I said if you feel it but can't find it, you might want to reject it. Huh? Huh? I think God might be leading me to, to, to leave my marriage for this other woman because she treat me, nope, nope. You feel it, but you can't find it. I, I bet you can't find it. I bet you can't find nowhere. No, you feel it. Come on. Danny, some stuff we feeling, but we can't find. And we talking about God saying, mm, which one? Lowercase. Lowercase God. I was in prayer. To who? Buddhists pray. Hindus pray. Muslims pray. They just ain't talking to the same person I'm talking to. So, today, I want to deal with misaligned devotion to ungodly patterns. Whew. I feel all right. Misaligned devotion to ungodly patterns. That was my introduction up there. Come on, right. Misaligned, some of us got misaligned devotion. Lord, help me. <laughs> That's all right. Mary heart good like a medicine. Laugh for Jesus. Misaligned devotion to ungodly patterns. 1 Corinthians 15:58. Oh, thank you, Orlando. I appreciate you. He started with this last week. Then he went on and beat us up with that lion's den. It's all right. I got a quote from him. Maybe two, three, maybe four. I listened. I listened. Can I pause parenthetically here for just a second? Let me, let me pause parenthetically and, and let you guys know something. None of us are good enough to, to capture everything that is taught in a sermon in one listen. You got to keep coming back. You got to keep playing it over. Huh? Because watch this. During one of them points you really needed to change your life, you might have been hollering. No, for real. And I'm not mad at you, but you need to go back and listen to that again. Amen. Come on now, if you're not good enough to capture all of the notes of your professor when they say them, what makes you think that you're good enough to capture the supernatural when there's everything natural and you fighting against it? And if Amway will tell you that you got to listen to tapes every day, what do you think God wants you to listen to? Okay. 1 Corinthians 15, 58, because I know, are we still here? Yes. Therefore... My beloved brethren, be, circle it, 
Circle it. Steadfast. Not do steadfast things. Very good, Veronica. Be steadfast. It's a statement of being. It doesn't relate simply to our doing. In other words, you can read it like this. Have a steadfast identity. No, I am steadfast. Not I just do steadfast things. I am steadfast. I am immovable. I, I, as a statement of identity, always abound. Now, wait a minute. If I am steadfast and I am immovable and I always abound when I am told that I'm not, that's a lie. See, if you make it something that you do, now all of a sudden you try to build steadfastness like working out. Like I got to get in the habit of being steadfast. Mm -mm. Steadfastness is not what I do, it's who I am. I woke up like this. No, seriously. There is nothing that can go on today that will change who I am. Hmm? You know, it's supposed to rain today. I don't care how bad it rains. I'm going to stand in the middle of it. I'm going to be black. I'm going to be male. I'm not trying to be funny. That's who I am. Stand in the middle of the storm. The storm ain't changing none of that. The storm is not changing my identity. Y'all still, still not listening. The storm is not changing my identity. Watch this. We coming out of summer. We going into fall. In fall, I'm still going to be black and male. So the change of season don't change who I am either. Y'all still not here. So if seasons don't change identity and storms don't change identity, and the Bible just told me to be steadfast, then watch this. Storms shouldn't change me being steadfast. Seasons shouldn't change me being steadfast. I used to be so committed. No, you were never committed. I used to be so committed. I was devoted to God. No, you did devoted things. Because if you were devoted to God as a statement of identity, huh? Then your statement would change. Watch this. What I do can be impacted, but who I am cannot. The question we need to ask ourselves is Am I who I keep telling everybody I am? How about let's start with this one Are you really a Christian or are you impersonating an officer? Be steadfast. That means not subject to change or variation. I'm not subject to it. Be immovable, not able or intended to be moved. I taught about this on Wednesday. Go back and listen. I went further, but somebody asked me. They said, you know, you know we, were, we were talking about being immovable. And I told them, I said, again, I need to go back. It's not that I'm telling y'all not to feel. I'm telling you not to let the feelings move you. Hmm? That's messed up. Yep, it was. And the pattern stays. You feel that. Right? Jesus felt hurt. He just didn't allow the hurt to stop him from the cross. 
I'm sure Jesus was feeling some type of way when he heard Peter. We missed that part. Peter is denying him next to him. Like, wow, Pete. Wow, Pete. Dang, Pete, I even told you you was going to do it, and you still did it. Jesus, Pete. I gave you the keys, Pete. The least thing you could do is protect the keys, Pete. Jesus, Pete. And some of us, y'all excuse me for a second. I know y'all about to whoop me in a minute. I got to go to the cross, but can I please cuss Pete out? Because he is right outside this window acting a fool, talking about he don't know me. We, some of us would have been petty. See, y'all looking at me. Some of us would have been petty. Oh, you don't know me, Pete? Oh, you don't know me now. Oh, you don't know me now. That ain't what you said at the Last Supper. That ain't what you said when I took you off your job. That ain't what you said when I've been paying your rent. Oh, you don't know me now. You knew me when you was hungry, Pete. You knew me when you got a basket of bread. You got a whole basket, Pete. A whole basket. You knew me then. You knew me when you was about to sink, Pete. When you was pulling on my hand, when you was seeing the winds and the waves. You knew me then. Huh? You knew me when you was walking on water, Pete. Now you don't know me. You don't know me, Pete. Some of, how many of y'all would have been that petty? Come on, show of hands. Be honest in God's house. How many of y'all would have been just that petty? Loud, too. I put it to y'all in 2022. Somebody out here ain't going to tag them. <laughs> Acting like they don't know nobody no more. now some of y'all in this room done posted this very post when I helped everybody else they loved me but now that I need something they don't know me you don't have time to allow your patterns to be shifted now always abounding what's that next word come on in Always abounding, what's the next word? In. In the work of the Lord. Now, Orlando said this, and I quote, Elder, I quote, many of us don't have an issue being steadfast. However, we will often choose comfort over pattern. Preach, Elder. We don't have an issue of being steadfast. We just want to choose comfort over pattern. How many of you have ever been there? Huh? We just, we just like the comfort that comes with doing things the same way. But the Bible tells us in 1558 to be steadfast in the work of the Lord. So the question we want to ask ourselves this morning is, what am I being steadfast in? What am I immovable in? What do I abound in? Let me ask it another way. Let me ask it another way before I move on because it's going to get a little bit rougher. Are you a better sinner than a saint? 
Do you have more sin proficiency than, 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 than Christian righteous proficiency? Watch this. Listen, when you're around your family and friends, do you talk about the exploits of your pre-saved life? Y'all know how we do. Man, back in the day. Couldn't tell me nothing. I could out-drink everybody. You didn't want to see me at the club. Wish somebody would say something to me. But you're not talking about, hey, man, yesterday I laid hands on the sick and they recovered. Man, it's phenomenal. It was phenomenal. Not for real. My kid woke up with a cough and I immediately rebuked it. It went away instantaneously. Hmm? You know, there was a time, you know, like, like literally, it wasn't even like a long time ago. Like last week, I probably would have broke down. But this week, I feel great. Yeah. See ya. Where's your proficiency, though? Are y'all listening to me? Because I need y'all to get this word today. Where is our proficiencies? Where, what are we steadfast in? What are we immovable in? Because remember, just because you have a spiritual practice doesn't mean you got a godly practice. And just because you have steadfast patterns don't mean those patterns are godly. So many of our patterns are misaligned, mistargeted. As a matter of fact, before I go further into this, because I want to I teach uh, specifically on why, go, go to, no, nah, we'll put it on the screen. Go to the message, same thing. First, First Corinthians 15, 58, in the message translation. Y'all right? Here it is. With all this going for us, Come on, Eugene. My dear, dear friends, stand your ground. Don't hold back. Watch. Throw yourselves into the work of the master, confident that nothing you do for him is a waste of time or effort. That's it. Confident. See, I'm throwing myself into my work for him, regardless of what you think about it. Because nothing, ooh, hold it together, nothing you do for him is a waste, help me, of time or effort, even forgiving you. Some of y'all trying to muster up the strength like... Bishop, I just feel like I'm letting them off the hook. You are. Don't mean God ain't. You are. As a matter of fact, I got revelation on that. Listen, I'm letting them, I'm letting them off. You are. What you're doing is you are trusting God with what you can't handle well. Here you, here you go, Lord. I'm no longer going to allow this fault to keep making me act some type of way. I'm, I am. You, you are absolutely right. You let them off the hook. I sure did. I sure did. Now watch this. Don't tell me you let them off the hook when you still treat them like they own the hook. Don't you do that. I'm done with it, but when you see them, you're not kind. I'm done with it, but when you see them, you can't speak. See, some of us aren't done. 
What you've really done is you've built a new boundary and you've built a new wall. But that's actually not the biblical pattern. The biblical pattern of forgiveness, watch this, doesn't mean we pick up where we left off. It means that I've wiped the slate clean and I'm willing to start from clean. Hello, my name is. Hello, my name is. We don't pick up where we left off. We have to rebuild. Now listen to me. The rebuilding may never get us back to where we were. But I'm not going to allow, watch this, the rebuilding to be hindered by what you did. Because I really let that go. Because if that was the case, that's how Jesus would handle us. And every, if he's my pattern, oh, I'm not going to get there today. If he's my pattern, then I have to forgive like Christ forgave. And the last time I checked, when he lets it go, the Bible says he cast it into the sea of forgetfulness. Nothing I do for him is a waste of time or effort. Two things I need to say. Number one, some of the stuff you're not doing for him, you're doing it for you. You're not doing it for him. You need to ask yourself the question. Hmm? Why are you doing this? Because I'm going to teach on the call of God in a minute. Some preachers listening to me right now, why do you preach? Why? Because you was hoping you was going to be a star? And you was going to get a big honorarium? Go on somewhere with that. Get on somewhere. Because God will humble you real quick. He'll get you together. Huh? Because I'm sick of all this celebrityism. Hmm? Why are you singing? Huh? Are you hoping somebody going to see the stream and you get a record deal? Go on somewhere. Get on. Get on. I mean get on. Now listen to this. We struggle with the pattern of the Lord because our flesh is telling us that it's a waste of time and effort. That's why we struggle. This is a waste of time. I've heard us say it. I don't even have to ask God if I'm in the house. I've heard it with my ears. I don't have to be. This is all a waste of time. How many of you have said, I don't want to waste my time? Well, back up from that. God, um, is this your pattern? Because if it's your pattern, nothing I do for him is a waste of time or effort. I'm done wasting my time. God is like, oh, wasting your time. Hmm, let's think about this for a minute. Your time as if you own time. As if it hadn't been for my death, burial, and resurrection, you would actually have any time. You breathing my air, sis. This is my air, bro. This is my air. You walking around on my ground. Talking about you waste you, your time. You ain't got nothing. The earth is the Lord's. Fullness thereof. Walking around like we own something around here. See, this is what I mean. When we don't approach God like he's God. Lord, all this is yours. My bad. What shall I render? Good morning, God. Good morning. What you want from me today? Huh? What you want from me today? Hmm? Because nothing I do for you is a waste of time or effort. Nothing. Nothing. Say nothing. Now, here's the hardest thing 
This was the hardest thing for me to write. This might not touch nobody, um, but it's going to. This was the hardest thing for me to write. I wrote it down. Listen to my statement. This is the hardest thing that I had to write today. The pattern of God is never a waste of time, listen, no matter how much time it takes. Let it sit. Let it sit. Y'all want it again? No? Krista was like, absolutely not. I'm going to say it again. The pattern of God is never a waste of time. No matter how much time it takes, let it sit. Don't eat it raw. Don't make you sick. Let it cook. So you got to ask yourself, okay, since I'm ready to give up, am I giving up on God's pattern when, ooh, thank you, Jesus, I seem to never be able to give up on my pattern. Nope, going to keep going. So, some of us give up on God's pattern while never giving up on our pattern and then got the nerve to tell God you taking too long. I'm sick of waiting. God is like, well, wait a minute. Of the, of the 30 days you've been waiting on me, of the 30 days you've been waiting on me, one of those days you did my will. 29 of those days you was in your emotions. Or you were partially compliant, calling it spiritual. Now you're ready to give up because it's been 30 days. Actually, it's only been one day of compliance canceled by 29 days of flesh. The children of Israel walked around in a circle for 40 years. 40 years. And you talking about, I'm over it. And watch this. Their 40 years was not based upon them being lost. Their 40 years was based upon them being non-compliant to biblical pattern. Since y'all want to keep doing it your way, another lap. Some of you are lapping your promise. It's right next to you. Everything you're asking God for is right there. Everything you need from God is right there. Because when it was time to go to the promise, they literally was like, and right there. God is like, you real close, but your patterns are real far. So I will hide manifestation because you won't comply with pattern. You'll keep asking me to give you something. Thinking I'm not giving it. You're just not doing what's required to get it. Am I helping anybody? The pattern of God is not a waste of time, no matter how much time it takes. As a matter of fact, I'm a witness that when you do it right, 
when you do it right and you're in the pattern, and when that thing finally manifests, huh? It's sweeter. Come on, can I teach some more? Y'all okay? All right, good. Okay, good. Listen, listen. Now, Bishop, how long am I supposed to wait? That depends on how tender you want the promise to be. Okay. Okay. See, Orlando, see, Orlando, um, too many people try to rush the slow cook. They want to rush it. Huh? Take them ribs and parboil them. <laughs> I'm sorry, Tevin, that was funny. <laughs> that was funny. That was funny. That was funny. I'm sorry, that was, that was legitimately funny. <laughs> that was legitimately funny. He came around the table like an old, all he needed was socks and some sandals and a towel. And he <laughs> so, take these ribs and we're going to parboil them. Get them done in the water. And then bring them to the grill. Don't use no real wood. Just pour a little liquid smoke on them. It'd be fine. He'd be like, ooh, they tender. No, they nasty. All my cooks in here are squirming. Drew back there like, mmm, mm, it's just nasty. But here's the thing. It takes time. How long is it going to take? As long as it takes. Huh? Till it's, till it's done. Till it reaches optimal temperature. Now watch this. Let's keep talking about cooking. Because I feel okay today. Good teacher. Today. There is a time, saints, where the ribs are done, but they're not tender. They won't kill you. They're just not really ready for consumption. Okay. And the reason that some of us are struggling to chew the promise is because you took it when it was done, but not ready. And now that you're trying to walk in an unready covenant, an unready promise, you talking about, I'm going to give up. You the one that took it off the grill early. That's all right. See, don't nobody want to say amen right there. You took it off the grill early because you wanted to eat. You allowed your hunger to dictate your consumption. Okay. Can I go further? Some of us are dealing with misappropriated devotion in the face of another way. Let me rephrase. Some of us are dealing with misappropriated patterns in the face of better patterns. In other words, 
I'm going to keep doing it like this, even though like that is what I see in the Word. I like this way better. I know what I'm supposed to do, but I just ain't ready. I just ain't ready to do it right. I just ain't ready. I just ain't ready. I'm still, I'm still struggling. Oh, so you're not steadfast in the work of the Lord. You're steadfast in struggle. So wait a minute. Let's come back out here. I'm still struggling. How many of you have ever said that? Come on. Hands down. Okay. So if struggle can control you when it comes to righteousness, struggle still has control when you need something from God. She, you heard me. So if struggle can control, you know, I know I, I know I need to let go of this grudge, but I'm still struggling. Okay, so now you're going to struggle to get healed. You can struggle because struggle doesn't pick where it wants to hold you. Struggle is a spirit. So once you allow the spirit of struggle to come in, the spirit of struggle is resting on your life. Watch this. You can't welcome struggle when it comes to doing right and then try to push struggle away when you need right from God. Right? You can't be like, well, I know what God says, but let me pull on struggle and think that that gives me the get out of jail free card. But, but when I'm struggling to pay my rent, now you want to rebuke struggle. And be a lender and not a debtor. No, you welcome struggle when it came to you cutting off that inbox. You welcome struggle when you didn't have enough strength to keep your pants up. But you want to push struggle out. Huh? I want to get rid of pornography, but I'm struggling. So you welcome the spirit of struggle into your life when it came to what you want to keep. So that was cool because you get to throw the word struggle around and then now you think that can't nobody say nothing to you because I'm struggling. You put it out there, it's like a spades game. You know when you're playing spades and you know you got the big joker and you just take it just bow right on your forehead. Oh, y'all ain't never played spades like that? You just slap that card on your forehead like I wish you would. That's how we do struggle. I'm struggling. Can't nobody say nothing to me because it's a struggle. And then you want to back that word struggle up with you don't know what I've been through. Nobody got nails in your hands. Nobody got nails in your feet. Nobody's been pierced in the side. And Jesus is my pattern. So don't come to me about what you can't be free of. Because as soon as you tell yourself I can't be free from struggle, watch this. Now you have conditioned yourself that you can't be free from anything hard. How in the world does the Bible say, I can do all things through Christ, but then we say, I'm struggling. Well, put that in the all things category. Hallelujah. I said, put that in the all things category. I can get rid of all struggle through Christ. I can get rid of all depression through Christ. I can get rid of all lust through Christ. I can get rid of all anger through Christ. I am not struggling. He whom the Son has set free is free indeed. I'm walking in God's pattern, not mine. 
I'm going to do it God's way, not mine. And however long it takes, I will be satisfied. Okay. 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 Okay, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Stop saying. Stop saying you love God. Stop. Excuse me, Bishop. Quit it. Why? Because to me, I love this woman right here. I love her. I really do. And you know what? I love her so much that there's many times where I could go a much quicker way. I choose the long way. Y'all missed it. I choose the long way just to spend more time. Y'all didn't catch it. Why am I mad? Why am I upset that we in traffic when I'm with you? See, y'all play too much. <laughs> I ain't got no problem spending more time with you. I love you. <laughs> I ain't got no problem, yay, though I walk through. Hey, my glory. The valley of the shadow of death. I fear no evil. You're with me. Ain't nobody mad about how long it takes we together. How in the world you mad at God about you taking too long? You with me. Oh, we stuck in traffic? Fine, we together. Find something on the radio and let's worship. Oh, you mean to tell me it's going to take another couple days? No problem. We together as long as you with me. I am satisfied. Ain't nobody mad about the time. We're together. Go on, God. Take the long way. Hey, go on, God. Take the scenic route. I'm just glad you want to spend time with me. Keep choosing the wrong patterns when the right pattern is right there in front of you. I choose wrong. Patterns aren't forced, they chosen. Y'all didn't hear me. Patterns aren't forced, they chosen. You choose to be mad. You made a decision. And if I can choose to be mad, I can choose not to be. Whoa! Hey, hey, hey. I, I, I choose not to be depressed. Nope, I made a choice. It ain't that ain't nothing in my life that can't get me. I just chose not to be governed by it. I choose to smile. I choose to rejoice. I choose to praise him. I choose to honor him. I choose to give him glory. I choose to dance. I choose to lift up my voice. I choose. I choose. You keep choosing to be nasty. That's what I said. You chose to answer that inbox message. You have to, well, it got me. No, you chose. It didn't get you. You wanted it. You choose it. It's too hard. It's too hard. What about the circumstance? I understand the circumstance. I sure do. Here it is right there. I understand what that feel like. 
but I'm not going to be governed by it. See, y'all missing it. <laughs> I'm not telling y'all not to feel. I'm telling y'all not to be controlled. See, that's, I'm, ho I'm holding this line. Yeah. In all points tempted, yet without sin. That's Bible. I'm holding it, and I'm letting no devil in hell come against me today. I'm saying, if Jesus walked like that, that's how I'm walking. That's God. I'm supposed to be like him. As a matter of fact, greater works. I'm going to stay that line. Bishop, you don't understand. I do. I understand the scripture. I do understand the scripture. Huh? I'm not going to be controlled by that. 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 I am not going to be controlled by that. See if, I, see, if I got up here and I preach controlled, every message, I'd be telling y'all how somebody hurt me. Every message, we'd be talking about how somebody turned their back on me. Every message, we'd be talking about how somebody lied. I ain't got time to be controlled by that. I'm trying to get y'all to God. I'm trying to get y'all to holy. I'm trying to get you to righteous. Every message, I could talk about a hater. I don't have time for haters. I'm not talking, I'm not giving them no air time come on now every message I could talk about the devil on my back no he's under my feet hey I don't have time I'm trying to push y'all to be more like Jesus I'm trying to push into the spirit of discipleship I want you to look like Jesus and here's the thing 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 if you can find it you can feel it but if you can't find it you can't feel it did Jesus act like that no why are you Did Jesus act like that? No. Why are you? And watch this. Many of us can't, can't have a pattern like Jesus because we don't have patterns like Jesus. Still missed it. Many of us can't have the pattern of Jesus because we don't have the patterns of Jesus. Still didn't miss it. See, you want the power of Jesus but don't want the prayer of Jesus. Huh? You want the resilience of Jesus but don't want the prayer of Jesus. You don't want to get alone and pray because you're busy trying to be a social media star. You don't want to get alone and talk to the Father because you don't even talk to your kids. You don't want to get alone and study because you don't even want... Oh, y'all, not on here. You can't have the power without the pattern. And I know some of us, you want to put whatever your circumstance is before me? Go ahead. Bring all of that. Bring all of that. I got a cross and a crown before it. That's what Jesus told me. He said, you can complain when you've been through what I've been through. Till then. Because the Bible says, watch this. If anyone wants to follow me, oh, y'all want to get uncomfortable? Let him, watch this, deny himself. Take up his cross and follow. Now take it up. Take it up. This is my cross, Lord. This is mine. I take it. I, I just want to make sure it's mine. Because some of y'all, some of y'all trying to take some other people's crosses because you like their crowns. This is mine. This is mine. This is mine. I ain't going to complain about yours. I ain't going to complain about yours. This is mine. 
It's my cross. You can't handle my cross and I can't handle yours. Or I'm about to. You can't handle mine. I can't handle yours. But wait a minute. It seems like they cross is lighter. Don't, don't miss it. Don't miss it. Watch this. First of all, first of all, it might be lighter. It might be. But if you take the lighter cross and then put it on your road that God knew was going to need a heavier cross. Oh, you don't believe it? Get in the mountains in a real light car and let the wind blow. You're going to wish you had more weight. Huh? You wanted, watch it, you wanted something light. You wanted something light at the base of your journey. But now that you're in the mountains and the winds get to blowing, you're going to wish that you had. Now you're getting thrown all over the road because you wanted a light cross. You're getting tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine because you wanted a light cross. But you should have went ahead and took what God gave you at the base of your mountain so that when you got up into the top of that thing and the winds came, you were steadfast. When you got up in the top of that thing and the storm came, you were built for this. All of your trauma, all of your pain, all of your heartache, was building you for your mountaintops. <laughs> Hallelujah! Hallelujah! I take mine. I take my cross. I've had those times. God, why can't I do it like them? You ain't them. Hush. <laughs> God, this seemed to be easier. I don't care nothing about easier. Take your cross. Hush and do it my way. But God, don't but God me. Do it my way. But it hurts. That's all right. Can I cast your burden on the Lord and leave it? I'm cast it. I said cast it. I said cast it. Cast. 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 Okay. See, see, cast your burdens. See, that ain't casting. That's not casting. See, that's dropping. That's placing. That's casting. Okay, okay. 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 Watch this. Y'all remember the song? That we used to sing, that I got sick of. Yeah, we were talking about Shabbat. Remember that? Shabbat. Hallelujah. Barak. Praise the Lord. Remember that? Watch this. We wouldn't have known no Hebrew if it wasn't for that song. But listen to me. I'm about to free somebody. Shabbat is to get loud, Barak is to bend the knee. But watch this. You get to the course, it says, Toda. They said, extend your hands. But the word Toda in the Greek really means to cast or to throw. Which means during praise and worship. Okay. During praise and worship, you should be taking your cares and like, okay. Oh, okay. 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 Because let me get it off of me so that when the word comes, ain't nothing in the way. Okay, God, take that and that 
and that and that because when the word come I don't want no blockage When folk get too cute to lift their hands, I get confused. Huh? Huh? Because if, that, if that's in the way, when the word come, not a word got to work. Watch this. The word has to work through what I wouldn't give up. Lord's like. I gave you an opportunity to throw it since you want to keep it. Now you're about to get hit with it with the word. We're choosing the wrong patterns. Even though the right patterns is right there before us. Y'all okay? Sit down. Give me five minutes. It's 12-11. Why do we do this? Why do we keep choosing the wrong pattern? It hurt too bad. Nope, that's not why. That's not why. Nobody chooses pain. No, they don't. Nobody, nobody's like, yeah, go ahead. Hurt me real good. Been waiting for it. Nobody does that. But we choose patterns that bring pain. We choose patterns that are going to bring pain on purpose. Why? I'll tell you why. I'll give you three reasons. One, conditioning. The first reason we choose wrong patterns when right patterns are in front of us is conditioning. What do you mean by conditioning? In education, they call it classical conditioning. Classical conditioning is the moment where you have been trained a certain way so long that you only know that way. Conditioning. This is the way it's all, I've always seen it. So this is the way it has to be. Y'all missed it. Some of the patterns that we won't give up are patterns that we love because we love the people we saw them in. Okay. <laughs> okay. Some of us are holding on to patterns that are killing us based upon nostalgia. You love the originator of the pattern and you think that you got to do it because you love the one you saw doing it. Sit. Let it sit. Let it simmer. No, Bishop, we never do that. Okay, I'll show you. I'll get real practical. You ready? Y'all ready? Okay, so you saw <clears throat> your mother fry eggs in bacon grease. 
You know how you take that grease and you pour it in the cup? Oh, y'all didn't have a cup in y'all refrigerator? I was the only one with a cup in the refrigerator with the old grease in it? You let it get hard? It had that? Okay. <clears throat> so we take the grease and you pour that from the bacon into a little cup. We kept the mug in the fridge. That was the bacon grease cup. Now, now see? Now, if you was cooking the bacon during breakfast, you take the eggs out. You just crack the egg right in the same grease. You cook that in that bacon grease. Huh? You save that. Then when you got ready to make something else, you grabbed you a spoon and wrench on in there in the refrigerator and slap him in the skillet. You start your new meal with that old grease. In restaurants across America, this is a health hazard. But in your house, it was apparently fine. So, boom. <laughs> you will get fined for cooking in old grease. We had grease in our refrigerator for years. <laughs> years. Just years. Come on. Now, so you get old. You get you a coffee cup. Your first house, mama had a coffee cup because her grandmother had a coffee cup. So you got you a coffee cup. You pouring your grease in the coffee cup. That's how you cook your eggs. You went to the doctor. Because see, you never saw your mama go to the doctor until they got sick sick. Oh, y'all missed it. My mother didn't start getting checkups until she got older. Don't nobody want to talk to me. And I never saw my grandmother or my grandfather go for a checkup. Every doctor's appointment I saw them go to was a result of an illness that had already set in. They didn't go yearly to just go check on themselves. I'm talking about my patterns. Hmm? So you went to the doctor, and your doctor said, your cholesterol is a little high. It's a little elevated cholesterol. Your cholesterol is a little elevated. Are you eating anything? No. Well, I have, I have a good breakfast. What'd you have for breakfast? I normally do, you know, one piece of bacon and an egg. You didn't tell him that you was cooking the egg in the bacon grease. And, and you put enough bacon grease in there to slice up some potatoes and cook them in the bacon grease too. Oh, y'all don't know nothing about that. With some onions and some bell peppers and you just, huh? You didn't say that part. And all of it was cooked in bacon grease. All of it. That's two years old. Talking about it's seasoned. The grease is seasoned. So your cholesterol high. Then you come to the church. Lord, deliver me. My cholesterol high. Bring it down, Lord. And the Lord whispering, stop eating like that. 
It's not the devil. It's your patterns. See? But see, you can't see that pattern because you love the pattern holder. Because your mama did it. See? Because when I made my point, all y'all was like, mm-mm, no, if I see something wrong, I'm giving it up no matter who it's in, except your bacon grease. <laughs> or, watch this, some of you have the same phobias as your parents because your parent taught you that it was dangerous. Some of you have the same dislikes as your parents because your parent never exposed you to what they didn't like. So the first time my mother saw me eat a mushroom, she said, what's wrong with you? Oh, see, y'all not. Y'all. She said, you eating toadstools. I cannot believe. Do you have my grandbabies eating those things? All of you eat toadstools? And then she said, watch this, I never fed you mushrooms. Aren't they delicious? I never. So what was my mother saying? I can't understand why your pattern don't match mine. Watch this. So if your bloodline got a pattern of divorce, did you pick that one up? If your bloodline got a pattern of abuse, did you pick that up? Hmm? Watch this. Some stuff ain't hereditary. Conditioning. I was trying. I just had to pick up. Conditioning, watch this, is enforced. This is still in conditioning because that's number one. Conditioning is enforced by personality. And enforced by time. Any classical conditioning that you want to take root, put a personality that people trust and give it enough time and the conditioning will take root. This is why the church continues to fall victim to the erroneous teaching of generational curses. Because it feels right. But there is no such thing as a generational curse for the born again. Not for the born again. I can't be born again and under the curse. There is no such thing. See, watch this. So we keep calling our decisions generational curses when the truth is they are classically conditioned patterns that have been enforced by time and personality. I love who I saw doing it, and they did it a long time. Therefore, I do it, and I think it's right. And anybody who tells me it's wrong becomes an enemy. Because I don't think you're coming against the pattern. I think you're coming against my loved one. Don't tell me what I'm doing is wrong because you're talking about my mama. You're talking about my daddy. No, I'm talking about your pattern. And the reality is for some of us, especially who have lost ones we love, they wouldn't even understand us continuing to do stuff the way they did. They did what they did based upon time and circumstance. Hmm? I'm going to pray. I need to say this. My grandmother, Sally M. Dunson, Sally Maud, 
Every morning, she'd get up, put on full dress, put her apron on, and she'd go out to the garden in a full dress to check her crops. She could take that day's harvest in her apron, bundle it up, come in, tell me to sit down, and we'd clean off the vegetables. That's how I grew up. You with me? I can't think. When I was a little boy, pretty much every vegetable we ate came right out that garden. In her full dress. As my grandmother got older, I remember one day, I think she had fallen or something, and she had to go to therapy. Now, where my grandmother, she was born, my grandfather was born in 1911, my grandmother was born in 1910. And where she was born, women didn't wear pants. It's unheard of. She got ready to go to therapy. My grandmother was going to therapy, she put her dress on. And my mother said, Mama, yeah, you need to put on some pants. And my grandfather looked around. He said, you going to put Sally in long pants? You want Sally to wear long pants? Sally, you going to wear long pants? And she said, Bill, I guess I can't be moving these legs and stuff in front of the doctors in this dress. Y'all take me get some long pants. She recognized the shifting of pattern was not the admission of a sin. She recognized that pattern ain't going to work in this season. I better go get me some long pants. Because if I continue in the pattern of my comfort and I'm trying to get well, I can't go to therapy. Watch this, walking in the pattern of my comfort. Therapy is going to require a new pattern. Y'all, okay, that just helps somebody in here. So I remember, I was a little boy. My mom was going by, and she was picking out all the colors, y'all. She said, them, them long pants stretch. They got her sweatpants. She said, I like them long pants. She said, they stretch. I want purple. I want pink. She was just, give me all the colors. And she went and they got her some of them SAS shoes. People who ain't never had bad feet don't know what an SAS is. They got her them SAS shoes with the comfort bottom on them. You couldn't tell her nothing. You hear me? She eased into therapy just as happy because she understood rehabilitation demanded a different pattern. How y'all trying to get better but won't change the pattern? Now I'm going to pray. I'm through. I had two more points. Y'all just have to hold your notes. I'll get to them. Hold your notes. I'll get to them because I got to talk about fear and some other stuff. Now if there's anybody here that's not saved, you want to get saved, you can come to the front. Always want to make sure that we give people the opportunity to be saved. Amen. How many of y'all got challenged today? I know it because some of y'all patterns is misaligned. I used to be bothered when y'all had an attitude with me. Now I just expect it. 
<laughs> I just expect it. So I'm going to pray. If you're not saved and you want to give your life to Jesus, this is your time. Lord, thank you. I honor you. Lord, if there's anybody here that doesn't know you, touch their heart now. Give them courage to come. Before you, God, and get into the journey of regeneration. I thank you, God, for challenging us today, challenging us to transformation. Now, God, allow us not to drop this word on the way out the door. Allow us not to drop this word when the first push against the word comes. We want to be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that that labor is not in vain. In Jesus' name. Amen. Anybody grateful for God? I have everything I need. I have everything I need. I have everything I need. The great I am provides for me. The great I am provides for me. <laughs> I have everything I need. You got to make that your testimony. I have everything I need. I have everything I need. The great I am provides for me. The great I am provides for me. How many of y'all believe that? I have everything I need. Think about what you need from God. I have everything I need. I have everything I need. The great I am provides for me. The great I am provides for me. That's good news. That is good news. That is good news. Don't miss the gospel. That is good news. Everybody stand to your feet. Bishop, doesn't it?
Good afternoon, everyone. After the youth, we ask that you follow the hospitality. They will lead you to the front. We ask that you come back to your seats so Bishop may dismiss us as a family. Amen? Amen. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, Father, first of all, we thank you for each and every gift that you have allowed us to have, Father. We are sure that we are going to use it for the edification of your kingdom in Christ. Father, we ask that you hold a blessing to each and every person that is represented in your eyes, Father. We love you, Father, for who you are. We love you, Lord, for what you have already done. And we look forward, Father, to show you, Father, and love on you, Father, with everything that we have. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Have an awesome week.
virtual session. If you are not on that list, please see Minister Chantrice for information. It's seven. And if you want to volunteer to give out food in the DeSoto Bass, we're doing a distribution August 24th, 11 a.m. to 2.30. Please see Rosalind Allen if you have any questions. Amen? Everybody standing? Father, I thank you. Lord, I honor you. I'm grateful, God, for the word. I'm grateful for your truth. And now unto him who is able to keep us from falling, present us faultless before his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, our Savior, be glory, majesty, dominion, and power, both now and forever. May God bless you. May heaven smile upon you and give you peace. This is my prayer. Greet somebody before you leave. Have an amazing week. God bless you. Church or church website, the marketplace.